The Up With The Bonnets podcast is brought to you by Hilltown Electrical. Hilltown Electrical deals with both domestic and commercial jobs. You can find them on Facebook or by contacting them on 07793 847 390. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Up With The Bonnets podcast. It's episode 66 and it's jam-packed with news and happenings coming from Dundee Dense Park. With me, as always, is Mr Paul Gray and I'm your host, as always, as well, um, as always us twa, is Danny Smith. Paul, how are you doing? I'm alright, mate. How are you? I'm not too bad. As you can tell, I tried to go for something different in the intro there and got... Yeah. Uh, mothered up, forgot what I was way to say, and just winged it. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I like, like that, mate. Just mix it up a wee bit. We like spicing up, uh, spicing up a wee bit, aren't we? That's it. That yeah. is it. Missionaries well, becoming a little bit boring. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad you weren't as slating as in your intro. You usually do that. Ah, save that for next week. Okay. Aye. Um, aye, so obviously we should be speaking about uh, Dundee, Ross County, but it succumbed to the weather. Old Mother Nature put an end to that game at the weekend. Uh, the match was postponed, the rain was torrential, it was up hammering down the night before in Dundee, uh, especially where I stay, it, it kept going and going. Cheers for the yawn there, Paul. Who's um, the yawn? Who's <laughs> <laughs> <was> the yawn? <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit of a sigh. I was gutted the game didn't go ahead. Not that I could have got there, but anyway, I was gutted. Aye, aye, but ugh, the 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 weather was absolutely horrendous. Um, plenty of games on though in Scottish football. Only a few were called off. I think maybe four, five, four, yeah. four, yeah. Um, Aston Fermlin in a two League Two games. Um, disappointing that the game wasn't on. But as soon as I seen the forecast that even Perth were getting like torrential warning and all that, as soon as I seen that, I was like, ah, your game's not going to be on. Not, Game over. Yeah, not down to also the Gunsman, the Bryans, that absolutely fantastic job. It just seems to be that, you know, the, the pitch just doesn't hold well when it's absolutely pushing down. No, it's crap. <clears throat> That's it. It's garbage, mate. But there's all these drainage experts out there, you know. They could, have, they could have fixed it, probably. <laughs> could have got the covers on. Could have got the covers on. Oh, shop, eh? Come on. <laughs> but it was funny, like, seeing other people going on about, like, oh, but that game's went ahead. Oh, but that game's went ahead. Is it the same pitch? No. <laughs> so, pointless comparisons. I think it's a safety thing as well. And Absolutely, I, mate. I think trains from Aberdeen to Dundee, early doors were, uh, well, postponed, like, you know, uh, cancelled. So, yeah. I mean, how many... Ross County fans with potentially being on trains coming down, you know, it's, it's all that to take into account as well. Uh, if it's absolutely pushing down, how many times have we seen dens when the streets are dens, like it's been a waterfall coming down the road uh, as well. <laughs> It'll all be stuff it's like road. that that you've got to take into the, the scenario and all that. So, yeah, it was, as soon as it's seen the weather one, and it was, to be fair, I know I've just kind of had a wee... We joke about the, the pitch, but as soon as I seen the weather one, and I was like, ah, "There's loads of games going to be off." I know, mm. um, but it is what it is, mate. It is what it is. It's 
it's a pity because I was looking forward to the game and feel that we were going into this game with a bit of, a bit of oomph about us, you know? Yep. Definitely one that I felt like we were going to go in and win, to be fair. I think we should just take the 3-0 victory, mate. <laughs> nah, I'm feeling the same as you, mate. After the Hibs performance, I thought we would absolutely romp them, eh? But mm-hmm. it wasn't the B, so what can you do, mate? Like, there's, pff, there's nothing you can do. But how many games this season at home has it been pushing Ren? I think it's pretty much nearly every game. Every game, yeah, yeah. And especially the, well, because we're uh, minds back to the Motherwell game, the first game of the season at Dens. <laughs> Again, who hmm. fought the first game of the season, August? And it was torrential rain. And again, the two Brian's were actually on the pitch for the majority of the first half, probably a lot of the second half, sweeping uh, water away. I just, you know, it's the weather's been weird this year anyway. Um, but yeah, okay, mate, it's, it's, it's just disappointing that Mother Nature's kicked us in the balls and we've had a, a football free weekend. Yeah, it's pretty crap, like. But like, I, I put a tweet out. It meant that I had to go to my mate's wedding, so these things happen. <laughs> There's a nice video that Paul sent uh, me uh, early, early doors Sunday morning. Um, don't know if he remembers it actually. It involves a no. lightsaber. <laughs> oh, the lightsaber. Paul, Paul, for some reason, at a wedding's got a lightsaber on the dance floor, just kind of on the tables, swinging it about. <laughs> There was a big foam, like it was like a foam tube with a light in it. It was brilliant, man. I was going around <laughs> walloping everybody with it. Thinking he's Obi Wan Kenobi, Obi Wan <laughs> Kenobi, me like. Absolutely, mate. What a Toby? <laughs> okay, anyway, oh mate, I forgot I sent you that. Bloody hell! Mm-hmm. I woke yeah, up I mean, in the mate. morning sober <laughs> and was like, "That's made by the already." <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, oh, bloody hell! I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I'm not. Really. You will be. You will be when I post it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get it done, mate. Most entertaining thing from the weekend. Yeah. Nah, we're definitely gutted, mate. Gutted. But has it been announced when it's going to be rescheduled? To? No, yeah, nothing yet. I haven't seen nothing that. No, nah, probably in February or something. I know because I know December's busy, busy. Well, that's it, mate. Uh, it's. And it will be midweek. It will be. And they've brought a game forward, though, have they not? Is there no Livy match that's been brought forward from December? Livy got brought back from a Wednesday. Um, hmm. It was maybe the 6th of December. Or got moved. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe the 6th of December, which was a Tuesday or Wednesday. It's been brought to the forward to the Sunday 2 o'clock kickoff. Yeah. Um, yeah I thought I'd seen that. I think both clubs agreed to I, I don't know and I've actually read the reasoning because I think the Livy owners came out and said something so potentially money um, we have I got crowd probably that's uh, all it'll but, be so watch the Ross County game just get slotted into that probably <laughs> yeah I'm going to the December one not be that <laughs> more than likely um, aye so yeah um, speaking of stadiums big news at Dens last week fucking brilliant man that's uh, the the Dens Park has been bought by the Dark Blues Holding Company. Obviously, it's not Dundee that will own the stadium, but it will be the owners, uh, Tim Keys and John Nelms. So that's it. Uh, John Bennett, who a man who 
basically saved the club from mm-hmm. going bust the second time um, with his real and dealings with the sale of Dense Park to him um, sold the, the stadium back to our owners after I think it was 2010 9 when he when he bought it or what whatever I eh? am um, but he done us a massive massive uh, favour with that one kept the club alive and I think he was really kind with rent and uh, just owning the stadium uh, but Dundee have bought it back now it's back in the, our owner's hands and it, reading also the news the owners have gone with um, it's a major step in moving to the new stadium mm-hmm. yeah I'm still on the fence about the new stadium though eh, mate? but then when I heard did you watch Nelms's interview it's like 12 minutes long it's on YouTube yeah. I watched it the other day, and you know what? I think the stadium's the right way to go. Like, definitely, brand new one. Aye, God is, see, this, a new stadium is the right way to go. But I think also, he said uh, by the end of the calendar year, there will be a full planning application. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, I've always been pro new stadium, but the more it's went on and on and on. I've always kind of been like, well, I'll wait and see. I'll wait, and see. I'll wait until I see the, the application and then once the application and I'll be saying, well, we'll wait until it's been accepted. And then it's the yeah. big one. Okay, well, I'll just wait and see until they've got a, a spade in the ground because there's a lot of obstacles. That's the main can, thing, mate. Yeah, I think Nelms mentioned a lot of hurdles that they've had to jump through and get past and whatnot. But um, yeah. for me, the yeah, it's, it's, it's until there's a spade in the ground, I'll believe it. I want it, but it's one thing wanting something and you're getting it. I mean, well, I want a gold toilet, but we're never going to get it, are we? <laughs> <laughs> I've not got a clue what context that comes into. I've not got a clue either, mate. Somebody let us know. But you sound like, <laughs> mate, you sound exactly what I would imagine a lot of Dundee fans will be sounding like. They'll be sceptical. You know what I mean? Because this... Obviously, we've supported Dundee 30-odd years, but then there's boys that have been around the hell of a lot longer than we have, and they've heard stories of new stadiums and that, and they're like, ah, pff, yeah, okay, whatever. But I think we'll all remain sceptical until, like you says, that first that first spade in the deck, mate. Aye, you know well, I mean? that's, it. that's it, Paul, for all the years I've been a Dundee fan. How many times have we had what arse is tickled only to get my fingers burnt? You know, <laughs> it <it's, laughs> happens all the time. Bloody hell, mate. What's going on with you tonight? That <laughs> <laughs> was exceptional. I'm going to remember that. I like that. <laughs> but I love Nelms. Like I said, I love Nelms' interview that he did. And the, the, the main word that stood out for me was flourishing. You know, he's saying that the club, you know, as a whole is now flourishing. And this could be the final piece of the puzzle to take us, like, well, like he was saying, to the next step. To the next step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only, thing we, the only thing we, like, buying back the stadium... And you're waiting on the next part happening, but the next part could be two, three months away from happening. It's just, yeah, yeah, a bit of good news. You're just like, let's hear a little bit more, but you know it's going to take a while. Um, yeah. And but the thing is, is though, mate, like, I mean, a lot of people, like it says, there, you know, there has been certain complaints, you know, about some information not being released yet, but maybe these things are just taken. It's not going to just go, all right, guys, new stadium, here we go. Do you know what I mean? These things will take time. There'll be loads of stuff happening in the background that we'll not even be aware of. You know what I mean? But that's nah, that's, yeah. Yeah. But we'll wait and see. It's good to see the 
the stadium back in I guess it's not in Dundee's hands, it's in the owner's hands. Mm. Um I know that draws a little bit of um like and Dundee fans have like haven't been burnt uh here and there, like so they're kinda like, right, what does it mean though? You know? Um John Bennett was we felt safe with him having it in his hands. And obviously um now the the owners have got it in, um people are maybe not the fans of the owners will then be thinking, right, what happens if this, what happens if A plan A doesn't happen, plan B can and so on and so on. But I guess yeah, yeah stuff to wait and see that they've bought back the stadium. Every fan's wanting the stadium bought back. I know some would have rather have it been bought back and maybe put in Dundee's name. Mm. But it, it's no your money that's spending that's getting spent yeah. on it. So you understand yeah. why. Yeah, I mean I I, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't go one bear um so and, and like Paul to say you wanted the Twix, I would never go uh, and bet and then get to you. I keep it to myself because I've made that purchase. That's well, the Twix is two, so you could give me one of them. Nah, well, there's four stands at then, so I mean, <laughs> you're full of it tonight, mate. Brilliant, <laughs> absolutely loving it. You pepped me up, man. <laughs> Also, another thing in his his interview. Sorry, just to interrupt. He was going on about um, like he's he's heard folk rumbling or you know mump or basically moaning that the you know there's not been any investment in dens. And then he was talking about there has been investment, but folk just didn't see it because it's behind the scenes. But then mm-hmm. he's like, "What? Well, to be fair, what what is the point in pumping the money into dens if they're going to be high tailing it? You know, to a new stadium, it's mm-hmm. pointless, man." Well, that's. I remember years back. I mean, I'm on about two thousand and oh, God knows, maybe about two thousand and sixteen. Um, we had a meeting with John Nels before, and he mentioned about the amount of money they put into dens that you don't see, and yeah. most of it was in the main stand. It was just constant upkeep. So, yeah, and it was done by section by you know by pillar to pillar. You know that section yeah. gets done, then move on to the next one, the next one, and it was just like a. a, a just an, an upkeep on a aging stadium, you know. It's fighting a losing battle. That's what I, I Unless you want to rip it, I do and build a new one. But then, if you've got this land at a different part of the the city that might not be for everybody's doing, you know, dens um, mm. like for myself for all my years has been easy accessible just by like 10 minute walk now yeah. it's got to be well out but at the same time I'm like you know Dens has seen its day of uh, you offered me a big shiny new stadium but it's halfway across the Dundee then um, just make sure you, you get Dundee City Council getting a good bus route put on because I'll be needing that because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm that tight that I'm not paying for a taxi <laughs> <laughs> no definitely not mate definitely not I mean, part of me kind of feels like, yeah, wouldn't I mind just, you know, potentially just like demolish the dairy in the main stand and build something else so we stay in that area. But then you're still going to have all these troubles with the drainage system and that and that pitch, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm swithering now more to the the shiny new stadium, I must admit. Mm -hmm. Although I'm not really keen on these big shiny, you know, stadiums because I think they're quite soulless. But, but no, I think we we need it. If we want to, if we want to, Become a bigger club if you want to say it like that. We need a better stadium, mate. Mm-hmm. But it tends as a dump. Come on, eh? Let's just be honest. It's a dump. But it's our dump. <laughs> it's our dump. You're right. Yes. It's your dump. It's not. It's not the best. It's not the prettiest. Most of it's fun apart. There's been dead foxes. There's been marcuses above bloody um, the the pest stands. 
but it's ours. And you can't take that away from us. <laughs> Some shopping trolleys at the bottom of the stairs, mate. Yeah. Oh, <sighs> I will miss them. <laughs> nah, I'm looking forward to it, mate. I must admit, I think, yep. And I'm just going to repeat what I said. This is, we need this to go, to mm-hmm. move up. And it is going to be part of that big plan because obviously, like, like Nelms was saying about, like, you know, they were fighting to get, like, like training pitches when they first took over. You know, they were at Dawson Park or Riverside, you know, whatever. Now they've got, like, their training base. That attracts players. But then having this other stadium, that's going to attract even better players, you know. Mm-hmm. So in the long run, yeah, fingers crossed it works out, like. Yeah, he was uh, also mentioned that we won't be ground sharing with anybody. That part of potentially having to ground share is not going to happen now. So the last kick of the ball at Dense Park, um, next the next one to follow will be at a potential new stadium, um, and also what call it? <laughs> I'll be yeah, I know they'll they'll some funny. Um, I really think they should go with New Campy. That is really. <laughs> I know what I, I think it's just I think stuck. Like, come on! I'll, I'll, I'll definitely get called that, but we'll be ready on the pants. Oh no! It's a full new campy. Brilliant! I, I would love Tim Keys and John Nelms to hit the balls to call it that. Just for even the season, just what the first season, the inaugural season, season. just call it that. Just for a laugh. Um, Oh, that'd be amazing, man! Eh? It's just a joke uh, that's stuck. Even there, are even and articles in the paper and everything, and it's like, oh, Nelms discusses new campy. You know what I mean? Uh, so even like other oh, media have jumped on it. Come on, just fucking do it. Just do it for one season, man! Eh? Come on, <laughs> come on, Nelmsy boy. Come on, Tim. Come on, Tim. If I do it, come on, you can do it. Another, another f- dinner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, another thing that he was pressed on was uh, when he thinks we'll move in. So he's been mm. asked this numerous times in the press and it's always been like, want this date, that date, that date. That date comes, the time passes and we're no further forward. Well, in our eyes, obviously not in their eyes because they're doing the deals yeah. behind the scenes, but in our eyes, we're no further forward. Um, and the the deadline that that wasn't even a deadline really it was just kind of a hope a hope can you know I want to be in for that time, but now yeah. he's mentioned twenty twenty five, um again I think that's just um I, I hopefully fans then they get their hopes up and think I oh, will be in for that twenty five twenty twenty five twenty six season I'll probably be I'll be season after that or something or season after that it's not going to get done that quick because the plan and permission isn't even in then you've got to wait mm. months on this plan of permission being approved and then God knows what after that. So oh, the red tape, mate. Oof, aye, aye. Unless he's fairly certain that that's uh, taken care of, but this is mm. council government. You know, it's uh, <laughs> it's no as no as easy as that. <laughs> it isn't, um, and that's the thing. It is going to take time, mate. So I mean, I know there is a lot of people out there that have been or kind of come across as a wee bit impatient. I mean, to be fair, I've kind of got a bit impatient about it myself because you're like, oh, here's another story. Oh, here's another story. But this, mate, it's just going to take time. So we just need to be patient. But obviously the guys behind the scenes, they know what they're doing now. Just leave mm-hmm. them to it. And then when we need, yeah. when they need to tell us something, they'll, they'll let us know. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> That's it. And like you say, we're expecting within two and a half months, just over two and a half months, um, to hear that the full planning application is going in. Um, 
Because that's what they said. Read that. Mm. Aye, yes. Well, that get published. Does that go on like? It should because well, and it should go on to the Dundee City Council uh, website that deals with the planning permissions. Because I think you've got to, you'll obviously have to put in um, graphics, you know, designs, stadium. So. Um, the the design that we see now might not be the final design. Um, it could be something totally different, but we'll find out that when the full planning application goes like in. A big I think fuck off the dome, yeah, like dome, <laughs> mate. <laughs> like that Champions League, like the fake stadium, something like that. Yeah, have you seen um the spear in Las Vegas? A big music yeah. video they've made, like that. Just do that. So, so even like on a December the twelfth, like it's quite after eight kickoff, it's dreary, it's dark, it's snowing and all of a sudden you've got these big this big dome spear and it's lighty, it's sunny. <laughs> if anybody if anybody doesn't come around but have a look at it, it's this music venue they've built in Las Vegas. Sphere, yeah, it's absolutely no, amazing. Spear. Oh, I didn't care I didn't care. I just see <laughs> what I see. <laughs> yeah. But that'd be cool, like cost yeah. billions though, but so what <laughs> <laughs> See if Kilmack can do a couple of jobs. <laughs> I mean, see what, like, I wouldn't mind, just like, mate, what, many, what, many seats are they thinking about it being, what, like, 15, 20,000 or something? F- what? 15, I think it was 15. 15s, 15s Aye. would be max, man, max. Something kind of, I don't know, a wee bit similar to Livy, maybe, something like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't fall in the corners, I hate corners getting filled in, I think it's rubbish, yeah. Don't like that. Put like um, one big, one big stadium like that. Should put um, if they if they do hate the corners filled them, but here is like uh, TV screens or hospitality things or something. I could do. I think you should put that towards them, mate. Mm-hmm. We suggestion yep. box. Done. Done. I'll have my finger on that <laughs> pen the time. You've already sent the email, haven't you? <laughs> Aye, but that's it. <laughs> we put a bush. Um, but yeah, like we say, right now it's still all pie in the sky stuff for us uh, fans that then again what's happening. We'll just have to wait and see. Hopefully, well, we have something back in a couple of months. It is exciting, frustrating as well because you've been hearing yeah. about it so much. But again, um, just want to say, like I think every other Dundee fans, like just a big thank you to John Bennett. Um, Absolutely. If you were able to build the statue of that man, put it right in the middle of the city centre. Go for yeah. it. Do it. That was mad though, finding out he's an Aberdeen fan. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I knew never that. knew that. <laughs> but, but then I'm sure somebody told me that and I was just kind of like, nah, what are you on about? He's on United's board and that. Like, you know, he was a board <laughs> member and stuff. But then it was one of the first things Neil said in his interview. Yeah, he's just a fan of football. You know what I mean? Okay, well, a really nice guy, to be honest. I've only mm. met him once, and it was after we just been walloped three 0 by United at Tannadice. It was, what well, was it? Maybe the twenty, the Club Twelve season, right? I think it was the Club Twelve season, mm. and I got him and got myself changed, and I went out and uh, this is when I loved doing Brody Ferry, so I went into the Royal Arch, and in walks. Like pub. these four, four or five, well, about four or five guys we United Blazers on, and obviously he was involved with at the time, and I recognised them, and I actually had to say to him, "You, John Bennett." I had, I actually said, I got changed. I still had like a Dundee like thing on because I wasn't staying it that long. Um, I had shorts on or something, so I went him and like 
made myself look presentable by putting a skinny pair of jeans on. Um, but anyway, enough about <laughs> my shitty dress sense. <laughs> Looked like a pair. Looked like a pair yeah. with your pair of skinny jeans on. But anyway, um, and got speaking to him. And he honestly, just really nice guy. Um, just likes football, likes beef, you know, in Dundee teams, likes uh, supporting them. I uh, like to say, but Aberdeen fan, but generally a nice guy. Um, so there we go. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Cheers. But, mate, yeah, he did. He, I know, obviously, all the fans, you know, they did, you know, raise fundage and whatnot. You know, the buckets were out and everything, but that, he ultimately saved the club. Eh? Yeah. And, uh, 100%, mate. We'll, we'll forever be in his debt. Oh, you know, we're, we're lucky to still have a club, mate. Yep. yep. We could be right sat there. here as United fans. Oh, hey, hey, nah, maybe not. Lucky United. Nah, you lost. That'd be some pod. North End. We'll go to North End. Oh, we'll go North End. Right, cool. Yeah. Let's look at that. It's just around the corner. Exactly. Yeah, no, no, forever. forever in his debt, mate. 100%. Yeah. Also, okay. obviously, staying on the stadium news. We've got a new name for the stadium. It is not, it's now not the Culmark Stadium, it's the Scott Foam Stadium. Um, we bit about Scott Foam. They were founded in 2017 by Barry Masteron, and they obviously the, the name kind of gives it away. Um, Spray Foam Installation Contractor. Uh, Scott Foam is a massive Dundee fan. Watch the, the video packages and whatnot. So it's good to see. And it's a fairly young company, 2017, like I said. So it's good to see yeah. that they're doing that well. They can sponsor a whole stadium. It's incredible, mate. I know. So that's for the next two seasons. Uh, they will it'll be called the Scott Foam. Um, so it's, uh, it's the way forward, I think, for most clubs now, isn't it? Oh, Get yeah. Sponsorship name. Oh, yeah. 100%. Loads mm-hmm. of clubs do it, mate. You know, many Aye. things has Livy done it. Livy used to do it. I, I vaguely remember Livy doing that loads. But, uh, They've had about I, four or five names. I think they have. I think they have. Aye. But yeah, no, incredible. And I, I didn't realise that they're, they're, the company's only that young. That's unbelievable, man. Mm-hmm. But see, what yeah. brought me on that, and I, I put it in the chat, but I, I don't understand how it's happened partway through a season. I thought that would be something like that would be... I don't know, they would deal with it at the end of a season and it would be announced for the season coming up. I just think it's strange. It was, Aye. Don't get the timing, I, but no, I'm no, I'm complaining. Like, I just think it's strange timing. I, I, you know what, because nothing had been said, I just automatically thought it was still called the Kilmark and there was maybe still another year left mm-hmm. on a contract with them. And I should have really checked to to see um, when we started calling it. Like I said, initially it was called the Kilmark at Dense Park Stadium. Yeah. Um and then changed at the end, I think, the first season into the Kilmark. And I think they had a, announced they were extending their contract. We announced we Scott Foam. Um, yeah. I, I know what you mean. You'd always expect that to be August time before League Cup duty. Um, I, thought, I just thought that would be something that, right, okay, the football season's done, great. We'll get the business stuff dealt with now. You know, for the upcoming season, you know, sponsorships and whatnot. I just, I just think it's strange. But again, mm-hmm. that's my opinion. Like, don't know if anybody else yeah. thinks thinks the same. But or maybe just reading into it for just absolutely no reason at all. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> um, I, I didn't care if anybody for Scott Foam listening. Um, but again, like it's a, it's good to see a, a Dundee company getting behind the club. Um, 
I don't know why. I just think that it looks well on the club that they've got uh, people. Yeah, because obviously with Dundee's history, we admins and stuff like that. How many companies have been bloody shafted doing the line that? Yeah, man. Probably, probably spawn that the, the people owning it are fans, but would never want to. Uh, come back and, and tow we, we, anything today with Dundee in case yep. it went up that way again but we've had the Kill Mark, obviously Dundee fan there and then another Dundee fan uh, mm-hmm. joining up so it's good to see that local companies um, joining in and uh, getting their name over the stadium. Uh, it's, it's a shame though because everybody will just call it Dense Park we'll still keep calling it Dense Park but I think like you say commercial uh, wise and TV radio you know, mm-hmm. all this, the stuff that matters. No, us jabroni fans in the stands that call it that. You know, people that's getting it out on the media that'll be called that. And um, that's that name put out there. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard, Scotty boy. It's good to have that's you. It. <laughs> <laughs> Name's party, is it? No. <laughs> What's that? Nah. The foam dome. <laughs> Ah, yeah, sorry, what more about Scotty boy? Yeah, you're right enough. Yeah, sorry, but just Bazaar. call him Scotty. Just call sorry. him Scotty. <laughs> sorry, sorry about that, Bazai. <laughs> <laughs> did he did he not say something in his interview that he used to do coaching or something with Dundee? Did he used he to do coaching, that, yes. He did, yeah. I thought yeah. I just dreamt that. Yeah. Yeah, that's class. So, but I mean, again, that goes back to like, kind of what, like you're saying, obviously, well, Kilmack uh, one of the boys that owned Kilmack, he's a Dundee fan. Um, and then, uh, I was about to call him Scott. And then Barry from Scott Foam, <laughs> obviously a Dundee fan. But Nelms was talking about that, obviously, like Dundee and previous administrations, yeah, they have shafted, you know, businesses, local businesses, and they've had to build up that, you know, build up the trust and, you know, again. And this looks like another, you know, it's a good step, put it that way, mm-hmm. for building up trust in local companies. <laughs> I know what I'm trying oh, to say. Aye, aye. I'll do hold over for that. <laughs> Hopefully, um, People didn't stop keep calling Barry Scott all the time. Barry Scott. <laughs> oh, Barry Scott never clicked there. I was I was going to go down the, the line of um, trigger calling Rodney Dave on only oh, right. horses. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Barry, Barry. Yes, yes. Aye. So, what else? What has this helped? Because obviously, there's no game. It's like, what else is happening? Um, oh, it was announced. I think last week. Uh, by us, but I think it was announced a week before. Ross McGeechee from Still and Albion is having a testimonial match, and that will be held on the 10th of October, quarter day kickoff at the Fourth Bank Stadium. Uh, it's pay at the gate on the night, cash, uh, adults 15 quid, seniors over 65, tenor students with ID, a fiver, under 17. Uh, fiver and under 12s are for free so there's even hospitality so Ross McGeechee his father played for Dundee George McGeechee also back in the 80s and he had his own very testimonial when he was at Dundee against Liverpool at Dens Park I think in 1987 so there's your connection right there if you were wondering I think all the, a lot of the older fans but they got the McGeechee name straight away uh, oh, to yeah. be fair yeah they would have got that one no bother. So there's the reconnection. So if you can go and um, obviously it's you don't have to get a ticket. There's no scan. There's no QR code. It's cash at the gate. So no doubt the the tax man will not get informed of that. <coughs> I'm only joking. Um, cash is king, mate. Cash is <laughs> cash king. Cash is king. You're totally. I hope there's a good turnout for the boy. Do you know what I mean? I really do. I hope there's a good turnout for him. 
Staying at a club mm-hmm. for that length of time is incredible. You didn't get that nowadays, mate. Well, we've got a background about him. He's been still in Albion since he was 13 as a schoolboy. So, um, under 13, straight through to, I think he made, he's made something like 290 odd appearances for the club. So he's no sticking, he's no shy off the 300. He'll make that already. So that is oh, yeah. a rare thing to happen at any mm. club at any level in Scotland. Uh, Gavin Ray made it with us a few seasons back. And I mean, apart from that, Paul McGowan was getting close. Paul McGowan. Yeah, Cammy he was getting close there. to Kami's getting there. He's 266, six, I think, you know. Um, yeah. He's close to it as well. So you, you've got like you've got to be with a club for over like a decade even, kind of be reaching them kind of figures really. So he is still in through and through. So yeah, if we we're able to, um, let's, let's get a few fans down there and uh, give them a good turnout. Uh, it's always good to, to help out somebody in their testimonial year. Too right. Mm-hmm. I think right. also, I think also, Cami Kerr's testimonial. Now I'm trying to frantically look through the the news here. I think the tickets go on sale for that soon. Uh, I don't think we spoke about that the last one, did we? About the the announcement, or well, I might have just missed that. I can't remember, mate. Was that is it not like the 18th, 17th, or the 18th or something? Aye, so it is the 16th of November. It is quarter to eight. Obviously, oh, it's it, it's got doing on the website. It's Kilmac Stadium, but no, it's the Scott Foam Stadium. Um, but this is before it was announced, so no nitpicking. And it was against Celtic. Uh, Fifteen quid for adults, ten are concessions, a fiver for kids. The tickets go on sale, or the tickets went on sale actually uh, Friday there at six on the sixth of October at ten a.m. So um, if you're able to and I think everybody wants to come out and uh, give them a good testimonial you know get a good crowd uh, behind the the game and for him and but the only thing that a lot of fans have been mentioning is that Scotland played Georgia that day um, prior to it though I think it's an early kickoff uh, obviously it's away from home but I noticed a few fans start going on about um, what about the fans that are going to the game how are they going to get to somebody was like what Fucking hell! It'll be some flight that you're going to have to get for, for Georgia, aren't you? You're going to get on a bloody Concord. <laughs> Not a chance, man. Not a chance. There won't be many Dundee fans going like that. Come on, eh? You never know. You never know. Well, I think they oh, the club definitely should... definitely doing that. Like, ah, yeah, I'll be going to. That. Excuse me. It's um, also they've got a hospitality deal. Uh, obviously, Cammy's not asked me to plug this, but I'll plug it. Uh, two course meal, complimentary bar, access at quarter to five to watch a Scotland match kicking off at five, and the cost will be £120 per person. That goes on, that went on sale as well. Um, uh, Dundee fans are good at wanting to go in the bevy and a good swally, so they'll use this excuse to sell out the hospitality, no doubt. But yeah, I, I mean, that, actually. it'd be good if the, the club decide to open up some lounges for the Scotland match before the game, just so fans are, are there. You know, just kind of try and tie it all in, the Scotland match and Cammy Kerr's testimonial. But yeah. um, like I say, I'll, I'll, I'll be getting a ticket. I'll, uh, like I say, it's, uh, I don't think I've been to any Dundee player's testimonial at all. So, no, I wouldn't say I have either. Mm-mm. Well, if you said no. like one of the last ones was fucking Magici in 86, fucking heck, I wasn't even born. No, I, I, I think... Or 87. I think Magici 87 and then again I'm pretty sure some stat was better than me I'll turn out and say um, Bobby Glennie was he 88 
might have been the year after because Dundee had a spate of testimonials in the 80s for players. Hmm. Couldn't get anybody to leave. <laughs> like it says, mate, you didn't get that in football anymore, mate. Nah, nah, that's it. You didn't get anybody committed to a team like you do, Kami. So What yeah, a guy. I know, I know. So hopefully there's still plenty of time to get doing and get tickets. So, uh, yep, get doing, get your ticket. I'll be good to see and uh, hopefully it would be good if they start getting a few familiar faces doing you know faces you've not seen in a long time I don't know if they're going doing that route but um, testimonials sometimes you get old old fans favourite spark so Nimzadzi's son Nimzadzi <laughs> then because we're trying nah, to sign they'll him be watching, they'll be watching the George <laughs> they'll be at the game they'll be at the game they'll be at the game yeah yeah. they'll be on the Concord <laughs> coming back for the second half <laughs> feel the pissed up Dundee fans brilliant I'd <laughs> <laughs> be interested uh, to see if there's any like wee sneaky players come in. You know what I mean? Like the boys, yeah, that'd be like good to pros, see. That'd be brilliant, man. Mm-hmm. Aye, that's it. Larson. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they're, if they're wanting to to hipster podcasters to to join the ranks for a wee five minute spell, I'll, I'll pinpoint to somebody else because we wouldn't last it. <laughs> Not a chance, mate. Not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> no way. <laughs> Maybe the first five minutes so we can get back to the bar. <laughs> I'd be breathing at my house just getting off the bench. <laughs> Putting my boots on. <laughs> uh, I was waiting to say, did you, did you see, you know, we've been going on about referees and you know, Dundee fans out there, and we've also been bigging up uh, Stephen Galloway, and not mm. once has he piped up with any reasons to any decision so he's, he's been a disappointment he's been an happy disappointment <laughs> but um notice that the club historian kenny ross is actually he lives in the good old us of a now he's across there um he's always partnering kids and he sent a picture i didn't realize that he's refereeing now in america he had the full-blown referees outfit on so i think now we've got anything <laughs> any go if we've got any decisions then going to be asking him like come on it'll be like the sky sports skinner you got the boy in the studio <laughs> with the ref watch that's, Aye, ref watch. that's it <laughs> but oh, the thing yeah, is though i think kenny would be the most biased referee going so i don't think anyone can count on him to get a decision that went against dundee the right way there's no Definitely chance he's not. got his dark blue tinted specs on <laughs> definitely but 100%. the thing is though You'd only back up her opinion, to be fair, so I guess. Probably. <laughs> Good lad. <laughs> well, I forgot to put out a Q&A purely because there was no game. So I'm there's no Q&A. Not. But then I was just going to ask what I like for my tea. That's what the questions are like nowadays, eh? So, um, or what my favourite, like, underwater animal is or something for Jake Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> Seahorse. See, uh, <laughs> nah, <I'm not> Octopus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fucking seahorse, man. <laughs> Good band. I was ready to say. I was ready to say, yes. Um, but because there's none of that, mate, we've brought back the D archive. This honesty by the D archive. Um, yes. I've done it. I've done my research. So we will start October on 9th. On my own site, yes. <laughs> 
October the 9th, 1982. It was Dundee 2, Hibs 1 at Dens Park. Jim Smith and Ian Ferguson were the goals. Gordon Ray got the goal for Hibs, but it was Ian... Uh, did I say Ian Smith? Ian Ferguson. Ian Ferguson. We did one. No, you said Ian Ferguson. Did I? Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, and then you said Gordon Ray. Oh, so I was correct then. Ah, I'm just doubting myself. Right. Um, Don't doubt yourself, mate. Well, there we go. So, it was 2-1. So, moving on swiftly to the... Ah, uh, oh, I fucked it up already. I fucked what? it up already. I've, I've, I've not got the 10th. I've not got the 10th, right? Geez, two seconds. <laughs> Let's see what happened on the 10th. Um, <laughs> oh, actually, 10th, this is a good one. So, on this day, he signed 2018, and it's also his birthday. He's 21. It's Lyle Cameron. Oh, cool. Podcast, podcast friend of the, the Bonnets. So, happy birthday, mate. Happy birthday, boy. And I, I've, I know that I've not got it on the website. I'm pretty sure Josh Mulligan signed on that day as well, his first professional contract with, with Lyle. Well, I'm not too sure. But 21, Lyle, Jesus Christ, mate. What a guy, and he's only 21. Was there no, like, a a photo of him, like, signed? Aye, that's what I'm thinking. That's I just came to me there. Cameron Mulligan and maybe Harry Sharp. Mm -hmm. Shouldn't it Pake was in that photo? Maybe I've just made that up as well. Need to dig that one out. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Get that Mm -hmm. looked up. Aye, aye, I think I will. I'll need it for the website. It's got to be up to date, hasn't it? (laughs) October the 11th 1975 we're going way back 10 years before I was even a twinkle in my dad's bars Um, (laughs) 4-3 against St Johnston fucking hell man I've not got I've not got the scorers for St Johnston but at one point they were 3-2 up um, (laughs) and then Wilson Hogan and Gordon Wallace scored three 10 minutes to go to get the victory the other people other goal scorers were Alan Gordon and Wilson Hogan again so he got twat in that game there we go right what day are we now what day October the 12th 1957 Paul was signed 1957 yes I'll go Billy Steele no, no, Billy Steele signed well before that. I'll give you a clue. I guess, like... One of the most famous Dundee goalkeepers. Oh, oh, mate. You're asking me questions when I'm, like, rough as sandpaper. 1957, one of the most famous Dundee goalkeepers. And one of the Yes, Lenny. Pat, Pat Lenny signed for Dundee. God, you're sweating. <laughs> Put you under the cosh here, didn't I? Oh, mate, it's a pure bevy just coming out of me now, yeah. This is not good. <laughs> um, wow, what's the next one? What's the next one? October the 13th, 1976. This Argentine, uh, he turns... What age does he turn, actually? 47? Who? Juan Serra. Oh, what a guy. Good old Juan. Oh, I love that man. What a player. Was he, was he 57? Nah. 47 or 57? It's got to be 47. He's, he's not going to be 57, mate. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, man. Just double check. Wasn't he, he wasn't playing for Dundee when he was fucking 37. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I've got him playing with Pat Lenny. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking <you> clearly do. <laughs> uh, he's, 40, he's 47. Um, <laughs> oh, shambles. 
Oh, utter shambles. This this <laughs> podcast was going so well. There was no mistakes. It was nice and like informative and everything. And then, f- but this is what people expect. They come to expect this one. If but we were answering a podcast without a blip, then everybody would be like, "What the hell's going on?" The worst thing about replaced it, Paul, by robots. Aye, <laughs> Paul. The worst thing about it is though, I'm, I'm losing it on my own information off my own website. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you couldn't write it. Right. <laughs> Right, I've got to regain it here. Um, composure. October the 14th, 1980. 2-0 Dundee against Hamilton. Uh, Carmi Fraser and Eric Sinclair scored. There we go. There we go. And we end it, yes, we end it on October the 15th. It would have been the last time that we've actually played in Europe. It was 2003, it was 1-0 Perugia in the UEFA Cup first round, second leg, as well as a tie that a lot of Dundee fans uh, made the journey to. I think it was over 2,000 or 2,300 fans here. So, mm-hmm. um, obviously, because it was the last trip that, and probably only trip that a lot of fans have went on on Europe, it still spoke about to this day about how bloody cold it was at night. Um, yeah. I saw I fucking hear for everybody. It was cold, it was cold. I was like, oh, was it was, I couldn't get time off work just for that. Yeah. Glad it was cold. I only wish it was colder. Can you know what I mean? Yep, swines. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it Paul that's it there was no game to talk about there was plenty of, plenty of meat on the bones for Dundee News this this week though um, but yeah I, I mean I don't care if we'll be back next week because we'll it's obviously uh, a national break we might be we might, we might fling out a wee special episode for you we'll wait and see we'll see if you deserve it or not yeah you've um, got good yeah yeah but yeah, but Paul, thanks for coming on, and uh, let's uh, we've filled forty-five minutes here. Yeah, mate, we've done really well. Like, and we didn't even fucking game. <laughs> it's brilliant. Eh? <laughs> uh, no, but thanks for the listeners for listening. Thanks for uh, continuing to support the podcast and listening. Thanks to Martin Tosh from Hilton Electrical for sponsoring the website, and again, thanks to all the listeners for listening. It's been a pleasure. We'll speak to you next week. Yeah.